This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, buzzers. I am so excited. We have another fantastic episode of the Ultimate Tag After Show. And as always, we have fantastic guests joining us today. I got two taggers, I got some winners, and it's all about to go down right now. So first and foremost, let's say hello to everybody. So we've got our winners. Hey, Emmett. Hey. And of course, Christelle. Hi, and Yesenia Dynamite. What's up, guys? And of course, we have Austin Big Deal. What's up, y'all? What's up? I'm mad at Big Deal, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. First and foremost, though, we got to start this with hashtag who I love to hate. That is the contestant or the tagger that you love to hate because they are just so fucking good. You're just mad at them because they tag you out and they outran you. So I'm going to start first and then I'll let you guys take it away. My hashtag who I love to hate for the first time ever is a contestant. And it's Emic because I'm just so <laughs> jealous of you. Uh, like, you just flew through the showdown. And I was like, oh my God, I wish I could do that. So, hashtag, I love to hate you. And with that, I'm going to let you go. Hashtag, love to hate. It would have to be LaFlair. Okay, why? Um, we're in the dome and. It was just me and him laughing at each other. I told him I'll give him the money if you let me win. Uh, he didn't <laughs> drop off. Um, but it was intense because he's a skilled like parkour free running athlete. So and he's the very first person I started to watch as I got into my own training in parkour. So it was literally watching the person who like got me into parkour. And I'm standing on the same stage as him. So literally all the adrenaline was going on. And we had an awesome battle. And it was just like he was behind me the whole time. And it was just like, it, I don't know. It, he's too damn good. <laughs> Christelle, who do you love to hate? Uh, I'm going to go with a contestant. Hashtag I love to hate is Tom Jumps. Um, he was like from two weeks ago. And he did 27 seconds on the showdown and he's just this is like he he just it's so easy for him I'm like I and I when I met him he's the first guy I met like as the contestant super chill super cool courses and I'm like what the and I was like all right we're just in the waiting room the whole time and he kills it so get it Tom uh, Yesenia, Miss Dynamite, who do you love to hate? Oh man, that's a tough question because I hate everybody. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really you guys, um, you know what? I, uh, I I don't think there was anyone that really stood out in particular. I can't I can't speak contestant wise, but uh, you know what? I'm gonna pick on on Tavon on the flow only because um, when we were uh, during testing time. He actually had the chance to run in back of me. And let me tell you, when I look back and I see that man just gliding through these <laughs> obstacles in back of me, you know, like a damn cheetah, I'm like, oh my goodness, this is what the contestants feel. And I'm running for my life. And I'm like, Jasenia, just use like, you know, like, I don't know, go under something because <laughs> you cannot <laughs> run this man. So I, tr I try going under obstacles and I just hid in there in the pexiglass on the mountain and he was trying to get me. I'm like, ha, you can't get me now. But eventually he tagged me out. But I was just like, oh, this man, you can't get away from him. And I think I just love to hate him because I'm like, there has to be one, just one time that I see, you know, like that um, he can't tag someone up, but he's he's amazing. And I just I, I, I don't know if I love to hate him, but I love, love him for sure. Yeah. Awesome. What about you? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with the same thing because um, I, I never got to practice with him or race with him. But, I mean, obviously, we all see that he doesn't touch the ground. 
Um, right. when he says, when they say go, it's just like he, he, the next time you see him, he has a tag in his hand. And it's just unbelievable. I mean, backstage, there was times where he was just like barely awake and then he had to go up and then he's just like all of a sudden a new person. And I'm like, I, I'm, I, I need to stretch. I need to warm <laughs> up something. And this guy's just yeah. ready to flow. And it's like unbelievable. Yeah. So I love you, but I hate you, Flo. Sorry, <laughs> uh, that said, Fernando is actually in the chat. He was on the show too. So he's saying hello. And then he was saying, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Tom's cool. He's from Canada. And then Grant Kenyon cannot wait to see Dynamite. Uh, Grant had typed that in before we got started. So I just wanted you to know that people oh, are that's excited so cool. Hi, to see y'all. Um, but yeah, so I want to start with a little bit of your guys' background, because obviously we have those packages in the beginning of the show, but it's edited down so much. So I want the fans to get to know you guys a little bit more. And this time I'm going to start with the taggers, just since we start with contestants first. Um, and Austin, I want to start with you, because you know, you're talking about the flow and everything, but you're quite the athlete. I follow you on Instagram. If you guys don't, follow him. Um, and I love, I love that you post your fails as well as your amazing successes. So talk to me about your background and how you even got into posting all those videos. So, uh, geez, I, I did my first flip. Okay. When I was maybe like three and a half and I was watching. Yes, I swear. 1993, the Power Rangers just started airing on TV and I was instantly hooked. The Power Rangers, Tommy, Jason, you know, Kimberly, oh my God, the, the original power. <laughs> I love <Rangers>. Kimberly. <laughs> <laughs> and so that, that's what got me hooked. And I started doing um, backflips on my mom's couch and she hated it because I, well, you know, one, it was dangerous and two, I was putting holes in them. So <laughs> I like, you know, find another source, which was martial arts. And, um, you know, it was like, we didn't have YouTube back then. So it was kind of like monkey see, monkey do with movies um Jackie Chan huge inspiration Jean-Claude Van Damme all the Power Rangers you know you name it all those um OGs right there and and then um you know mostly self-taught backyard trampoline you know and just is playing with my buds in the backyard and and it led to um actually in high school I started cheerleading and from there I learned a plethora of tricks and met a bunch of people that were just like so willing to collaborate and help and um unfortunately I did have a a hard time when I was 17 and 19 I tore my ACL MCL LCL cartilage and meniscus in my left knee and then ACL MCL PCL cartilage meniscus in my right knee um so that was fun and uh but it was also it was a great learning curve for me it was um I I I loved it so much I, I loved moving and flipping and just you know the that was my that was my adrenaline stick and um once I when I fell in love with that I just I couldn't get away from it um and so I learned from my mistakes and thank god YouTube came out because that was a huge thing for me and um I got to see all these other you know Jesse LaFlair was one of them um you know all these Damian Walters all these other big um big names in in my world um helped me out so much and I just kept on going with it and here we are today. I'm 30 years old and, you know, I'm flipping for a living still. And it's been an absolute blast. Um, and it doesn't help the fact that I get to do it with the person that I love. And her name is, we all know, uh, Rocket. So, uh, you know, that's a, that's, a, that's a plus too. You know, I get to, get to do and enjoy what you do uh, with the person that you do it with. And yeah, it's great. It's good stuff. So, yeah. Did I answer everything? I just kind of mumbled a little bit. <laughs> like rambled yeah, a little. that's all good. <laughs> Yesenia, why don't you tell us a little about him? Thank you. Austin, I actually get the same when I have to talk about Chris. I start, I'm like perfect, and then I talk about my fiance, and I start mumbling. And I'm like, a little bit. So actually, mine is a, a little interesting. I actually, uh, when growing up, I was always very competitive. 
but I was actually really shy uh, growing up, extremely shy um, to be a part of anything. Uh, I did run track a lot in school and I was always part of every like field day and people would always want to pick me because I was like always the fastest, most competitive and aggressive. And um, as I started growing up, I actually wanted to be a singer and um, that's what I wanted to do. And uh, singing was like my life and what I did. And then once I hit like 18, that kind of was just a phase and I stopped doing it. And I got into bodybuilding um, and I started competing um, in like fitness competitions. Um, I was a little bit overweight during that time, which actually I haven't posted my before and after picture in a while, but um, I was a little bit, maybe I would say like 45 pounds over. I'm 115 now and I'm like 5'2", so um, I was a little chunky. I've never been fat, but you know, I was a little chunky. And um, I was just like, I, I'll be so happy if I could just stand on stage with other beautiful girls. Like, that's all I wanted to do. Like, look beside me and be like, oh, I've accomplished this. They're beautiful. You know what I mean? So I, I just wanted to be on stage and wear like a nice Wonder Woman bikini and like feel like I could be on a stage with other pretty girls. And then once I got there, I just, it wasn't enough. I was like, I don't like this because number one, I like to eat a lot. And I can't do these diets for too long. And I don't feel like I'm challenging myself physically enough. Afterwards, I started getting into parkour because um, I was actually really interested in the stunt world. And I started YouTubing like all these amazing stunt women and stunt men. And I was just like, oh my God, like I want to learn how to do this. Like, how do you even do a flip? Like, how do you, <laughs> this is insane. So um, there's actually in Miami, a place called Miami Free Running Academy, um, which is a parkour gym. And um, I met a bunch of guys there and they're like, hey, so what do you want to do? And I'm like, I don't know. And they're like, here, I'll teach you a double comp. So for you guys that know parkour, um, basically, I learned how to do everything double before I could do just single. Like, I learned how to do a vault before I knew how to run properly. And it was just insane, like training with mostly guys because they would always challenge you or as a woman, you sometimes didn't feel like you were enough because sometimes they would do things that you were like, how do you do that? And, you know, it's different for female athletes because, you know, a lot of our weight is in the bottom rather than in the top. And like, mm -hmm. um, there's so many things that I had to train and, and relearn. And it was definitely an interesting uh, journey for me. i um, been doing like parkour for now, like four years. And it's been just amazing the amount of opportunities I've gotten out of it. And it also helped me a lot with my anxiety disorder because back then I had really bad anxiety and it, it just challenged me in ways that it helped me so much mentally and physically. And I mean, when I first started, I couldn't even do a pull-up and they were just like, you look so strong. Maybe you could do a pull-up. I try to do one and I got so mad. I'm like, I can't believe I can't. This is so embarrassing because you look like a trophy but you're not strong, you know? Yeah. And uh, I had to work my Twitch muscles. So I had to rebuild myself at an older age and basically not become discouraged by the fact that I was already, you know, that I didn't learn everything as a kid and um, basically just erase that from my mind, just become tunnel vision and just try to learn everything and uh, just be humble with what you know and what you don't know. And I was like, if, I didn't know how to do something. I'll just ask someone, hey, can you teach me? I don't know how to do this. Even if it was just a simple cartwheel, even if it, anything that it was, I just learned how to be a humble athlete. And that opened a lot of doors for me. And just being honest uh, so much that I started transitioning into stunts. So then now, um, basically, that's what I do the most. Um, it's what I love. And um, now I just actually got off working uh, motion capture for a movie. Um, which is coming out hopefully December of this year or next year, but it's been an amazing journey. And um, I mean, I've loved it and that's about it. Nice. <laughs> okay. You. So I have to go to my contestants. Um, first of all, both you guys obviously have a dance background, which is cool. I love that you guys represent it for all the dancers. Yeah. Since you in. Um, I do want to know a little bit about how you guys prepared for this particular competition because there's not a lot of time that you're aware of it um and just to add really quickly Yesenia to what you're saying about the whole women body uh, difference um because Emic I know that you start as a break dancer and I've definitely trained in that as well and I trained with boys and I'm like you guys don't get it my booty is <laughs> heavy 
Um, <laughs> anyway, but yeah, Emmett, how did you train for this particular show? Uh, I mean, I started like breakdancing, like you said, in eighth grade for a girl that showed. Um, but I kept with it because I come from like a very conservative Ukrainian-Russian uh, family. So I was getting grounded the first year uh, by my parents for dancing. And it was breakdancing. It's not hip hop. It's not anything. I was being grounded when they caught me uh, practicing, um, doing like the spiders and windmills at home. I would get in trouble for it. And so it was a way for me to kind of like push back, be a little defiant and everything else. Until I got into a dance class in high school, which they hated because I quit violin for and, <laughs> and um, I started dancing and I was like super uncomfortable. I was the whitest dancer you could ever have seen. <laughs> it was horrible. Uh, I know Russians are good dancers, but that's in ballet, not hip hop. Um, <laughs> and so I kept dancing throughout high school, kept falling in love, trying all the different dances and continuing break dancing. Then I got into college and all the break dancers just said they're too old to practice anymore. And I didn't have anyone to dance with anymore. Uh, I then started going to like this open gym for like cheerleaders, which was Austin. I started learning everything from the cheerleaders, all the flips. And so I learned all my flips pretty much like senior year of high school into college. Um, and then later down the road, um, I got sent a video about Jesse LaFlair and um by my brother and so i saw that and i was like dude that's dope i want to do backflips off the wall i want to do that that'd be so sick and so i started like training uh like once every couple of months and like it i don't know kind of kept up with it just injuring myself like i'll go out train injure myself three months later go train again and i'll just be throwing myself in like on the grass on the like cement and everything i didn't i know nothing there's no parkour community here in fresno uh, during that time so I was just by myself bringing my little like sister and my cousins and stuff like that with me and just like like I don't know teaching them what I didn't even know um, I kept doing it just like doing kind of like just flip soft things until um, I started to like really like kind of take it more like serious um, about three years ago almost three years ago I got I got uh, hired as a parkour coach which I know nothing about. I don't know how to stride. I don't know how to precision. I don't know anything. They just saw that fancy flips and they were just like, yeah, you could teach this. And so pretty much three years ago, I started parkour. And then two years ago or a year and a half ago, I started calisthenics in which I've already created first in the world, like over 15 tricks, like core free grab, uh, grand flare, like, like, like multiple tricks for the sport that like has never been seen in the world. And so I started making a name out of that. And I still continue to practice calisthenics mostly and parkour a lot as well. And it was, yeah, that's, I came in with a lot of, like a large background with the strength aspect, parkour, break dancing, everything kind of helped me out there. Nice. So Christelle, tell me real quick, um, what did you do to prepare for this particular competition in utilizing your background? So I learned how to flip never. Um, so um I honestly got thrown into this I really just thought like cool I'll just get on this Skype you know casting and see what it's about but I have never played a sport in my entire life and um seven never and I was I was like a classical ballet dancer until I was 18 I did show choir musical theater and then when I got to college I stopped because I was like trying to do the right thing and like go to school like I thought I had to right um and then I gained all this weight so at my heaviest I was like 200 pounds seven years ago and um I was like I can't live like this anymore and I need to dance again because I stopped dancing and then I lost the weight and then got so passionate about taking group fitness classes and then I ended up being a fitness instructor And then that led to like, you know, doing like hit training at different studios. Um, And one of the clients um, at the gym I was working at was um, his boyfriend was Sean, the casting director. And he was like, you should uh, get on the show. And I was like, "Um, I think this is the wrong show because I'm a dancer. (laughs) Uh, I don't know anything about parkour. Um, But I was like, 
sure, why not? And I remember the first day, like, sitting and watching all the, the female taggers, and I was like, what the hell did I sign up for? Like, I already signed everything. Like, I have to do this. Um, but I really was just like, you know what? Just go in with, like, open mind. And, you know, when we did the training and everything, I was like, uh, is there a way to, like, not sign this paper or, like, get out of here? Because I don't think this is right for me. Um, but it ended up to be, like, the best thing ever because I never played sports. It was, like, oh, the inner competitive side of me and, like, the frustrated, you know, athlete that I've always wanted to, like, test out came out. And um, it was a really good way to, like, test the skills that I had recently learned from dance and fitness and yoga and training. And after all that weight loss, but I was like, this is, like, a great challenge. And the last thing on my mind was to win. I really was like, I just need to survive these obstacles. Like, let me just get, like, without any scars or, like, get injured. And um, it worked out for the best. <laughs> so I was, like, really glad that um, – I met all these amazing people and respect for parkour. I never would think I would enter that world. And sure enough, after I like went to Tempest um, training center and I was like, we gonna take a workshop. We gonna work on parkour. <laughs> so now, like, can I jump on that? We gonna try though. So I, I love it. I like have such a whole new respect for free runners, free runners parkour and, and all the athletes and tigers. I was like, y'all. Yeah. killed it it was yeah. it was awesome it's such a great experience I will say that is one awesome thing about this show is a, I think there was a select community that was aware of parkour maybe didn't have a name to it and this show really does highlight that so kudos to them um but I do want to do like an overall and just talk about episode seven specifically because I feel like I mean first of all the guys put on an amazing competition and make like both you and Luke were like neck and neck and like you were the underdog and even watching yeah. dome tag I was like oh my goodness <laughs> all of you guys I think like yeah four of you well I mean all of you guys did dome tag but whew. um but yeah and then and girl wise you guys did an amazing job um Kristen if I remember correctly in the green room she had injured herself during a rehearsal she hurt her knee and every time I saw her she had ice on it so when I watched this episode last night I was like you would never know oh, <laughs> that she was competing yeah, in pain. I probably uh, wouldn't have picked on her. If, uh, Kristen, or <laughs> yeah, Kristen is it? yeah, I didn't pick on you. I don't think I did. I don't think you were in my heat, but I, I know, um, what was the other young lady? Uh, um, is it Kristen? Cameron? No, 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 the blonde. Um, <laughs> They're both blonde. It was Kristen. The she cop. was all the yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's so confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin. Yeah. I kept, I kept, uh, I kept picking on her. I think she just kept making eye contact. I'm like, stop looking at me, girl. I'm going to tag you. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I'm glad that you said that actually, because now I'm going to ask the taggers, how did you guys strategize in terms of the people you were going to go pick on? Were you just like, okay, that person looks weak or that person looks slow, or you just kind of blanked out and went? Um, you know what? I think the competitors that think too much are the ones that get picked out. You know what I mean? Like if you just go and you just gun it, we're not going to pick on you. But the ones that second thought and then get, you know, left in the pack, it's kind of like, you know, when you see like the tigers going after their preys and it's usually the, you know, the Bambi or the slow one. Yeah. Well, I mean, not necessarily the slow one, but the person that gets picked out, it's, um, I, I just like go for whoever I see. And um, it always happened to be someone that made eye contact with me. And I'm like, why do you look at me? Now I got to go <laughs> chase after you. Yeah. Girl, what are you that's why I didn't look at you. I was like, I ain't looking at anything. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to run and look up. <laughs> yeah, I never, I never really had anyone um, specific that I was sort of going for. It just kind of uh, like, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. I'm going to get you no matter what, where you go, you know? So like, that's just kind of how it's kind of how it was and then i just i just wanted i kept on in my mind i was like okay put on a good show entertain these people have a blast and uh let's let's tag some people you know that wasn't but I, I never i was kind of hoping someone was going to start you know like you know picking on me it's not my you know like i have a very humble side when with like with my um movements and stuff and like, i don't like to talk i just like to I'll, i'd rather i'd rather show you i'd rather walk and um, so it's just kind of, I was kind of hoping someone was going to start picking on me, but you know, no one did. And, uh, but it just, you know, I was, it's kind of, I'm going to, I'm going to get you no matter what, you know, it's just kind of like, I'll, I'll show you too. So that's it. <laughs> I, I, will say, 
Well, when Dome Tag started and you were the first one in actually, I think you were chasing after Luke. And I was like, okay, big deal. He's kind of a big guy, right? So like, <laughs> no, like, no, you know, I figured like there was such a small area and then you went in and you're like, ding, ding, ding. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dome Tag is actually one of my favorites. I, I love Dome Tag. Yeah. The, my, my um, what I didn't like about Dome Tag is that we had to be in the crow's nest, which you don't get to see too often, but there's like, we're in this like seven by seven box hanging over the dome. And it is, first off, it's freezing up there. And sometimes you gotta, I remember I had to wait up there like for like 40 minutes at one time. And, um, you know, I think I was last. So I actually like, before we even got started on the, on the game itself, it was just 40 minutes. And then I was the last tagger to go in and I was just like, oh my God. But yeah, um, that was my least favorite thing about Dome Tag. But other than that, I, I, I wish I played it more. I, didn't get, I only played it a couple of times, but hmm. I like Dome Tag. Austin, yeah. did you ever think about doing the flying squirrel at somebody? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I wanted to do it so bad, but I know I'll probably be called out. So, like, I don't know if you guys ever watched Dome Tag a million times and thought to yourself, like, if, if they're right there, what, what if you just jump and fly and take the tag? You know what I mean? Just fall. Yeah. But yeah. if we did that, we'll probably get in trouble. But I'm like, but how epic would that look? And yeah. yeah, also really stupid if you don't get the tag. True. True. <laughs> so, Either way. I, I would have loved to do that. <laughs> yeah, no, season two, let's, let's go for it. You know, let's see. Let's see what uh, and then Emic, for you, you, both you and Luke lasted a really long time. Luke lasted like eight minutes, I think like 45 seconds or something like that. What was it like yeah. for you watching him go through tagger after tagger? Like, did that build up any anxiety for you knowing you had to go next? So that was the one because like the first two, I was just like having fun. I literally did not even think that I would get like kind of far. I wasn't even thinking about it. I was trying to finish school. So like then dome tag comes in. I'm like, okay, this is where I make points and just like give myself a fishing for the end. And um, and I'm like, okay. And then I see, you know, Austin go after him, get some. Like, oh, okay, fine. I, can do this. Uh, I feel confident. And then he just keeps going and going and going and like I'm just standing there and I'm like I kind of want to sit down now like I just want to say <laughs> the guy with the camera is just like 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 right there the whole time and I'm just like and I was actually cheering him on like the whole time me and Luke were just like very supportive for one another like we just like hey like like just you did amazing so like I, it looked like I was like like trying to be like laughing at him when he got tagged but I was actually like like come on like Luke like get back up again so maybe it looked like you know, a douche more than anything else, but <laughs> very supportive of him. And it was just so, it was still annoying to see him go all these like nine minutes. I was just like, well, here I go. <laughs> and then out of like my luck, I get, you know, the kid, Rocket and uh, and LaFleur, which all three, I follow on Instagram for the past couple of years or even more. And I'm just like, wow, my luck is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's flattering. You know, like the producers, I actually learned this last episode from one of the taggers is the producers started to pair people with taggers that they felt were in their kind of vicinity of skill level. So the yeah. fact that they were sending all these pro people in your direction yeah. is like. I was you know, actually, I was really excited because I never got to meet them. I've always watched them on Instagram, but I've never Aww. got to meet them. And so I'm getting into the dome. I'm like sitting there. I'm like, do I do I do I say something? Do I talk? Like, hey, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, like I'm all over here, like fanboying and stuff like that. I'm like, shoot, Rocket, Julian, like I know everyone's names. So I'm just like, what, do I say something? And the kid, <laughs> uh, Farben, uh, like crawls over to me and he's like, hey, you're Emic, right? And I'm like, my face just gets all red. I'm just like. Yeah, and he was like, you're the guy that did, like, the like the crazy trick, like, on the bars and everything. I'm like, oh, yeah. I do remember that. <laughs> and he was just like, dude, that was sick, bro. And I was just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I literally was like, that's when my adrenaline kicked in already. And then the game started, like, 30 minutes later. And, <laughs> and so, another wave of adrenaline. And then the game stopped, you know, whatever, the whole thing. But you're in watching, general... Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. No, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Austin. No, it just, it made it all click just now because, like, we were watching your video backstage, you know, like, <laughs> and it was just like, holy crap, this guy is, that was ridiculous. Like, <laughs> you know, just, 
it all makes sense now. Sorry, I had a yeah. <laughs> moment. No, that's so, okay. I mean, I've been following you for years, so that's, I mean, yeah. Thank you, brother. Yeah. I appreciate it, man. So, I mean, I, I knew I was going to go under. I have good grip strength. I'm small. So I was like, I could be anyone underneath that thing. doesn't matter who it is. I don't care if it's Corbin. I got bar skills. I'm going to do this. And so I was doing really good. And so I realized, like, yo, three minutes long under bars. And <laughs> you're swinging and running. <laughs> And then the adrenaline and like, <laughs> then I kind of just quit going underneath and trying to run over and everything. And I, that's when I started to get tagged out. Tagged out. I, was, I felt so heavy after like three minutes after, yeah. after Julian, the rocket, I was just, I felt like lead. So I, I don't know. You exhausted you. Yeah. <laughs> and Christelle, we didn't really get to see you, your guys' you know, because they've been alternating between episodes. So you kind of got. Oh, thank God they did not. Um, <laughs> amen. But like, give, me, give me a quick rundown. Um, I, yo, I didn't last long. And to be <laughs> honest, like, we got to go in like 7 a.m. to do like flight school. And I was like, Lord, you better be with me today. And I was like, cool, like, we might just, like, you know, film it later in the day, like, come to find out that I was the first one to go. And I was like, damn. Oh, and no. the taggers what were fresh. Like, they were, they had PTs. They were, like, good. They were, like, warmed up. And I was like, oh, God, like, just hope I don't fall out of it incorrectly. I ain't trying to hurt myself. I just kept trying to talk, like, positive affirmations to myself. But I was more scared to fall out of it than to actually play the game. Because, yeah. like, I don't know if you guys know this, but, like, the, when you're done playing the game, you, like, drop down to the, the air mattress or the huge air mattress, and the producer counts me down, and I just stay frozen, like, just not moving. And he's like, do I need to bring down the dome? And I'm like, no, I got this. Just give me, like, four more <laughs> seconds. I got this. And I'm, like, holding on tight, and I literally needed, like, a word vomit to, like, come out of it, and you see me slowly, like, fall back, and then... With the MC and the audience is like, go, Crystal. And I was like, Lord, you help me. Like, thank I didn't break nothing. Like, we good. I was like, just grab my tag. I just don't want to fall out of this, like, in the wrong way or, like, slam my head. But honestly, that made me, like, want to do, like, flight school for real because that was so fun. And then, first of all, watching all the taggers fall out of the dome, like, it's easy, like, poses. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, tripping. I was like telling my boyfriend because he watched and he was like see why don't you just fall out like that I'm like you, you do flight school for 40 <laughs> minutes and try to come out looking cute it's not gonna happen <laughs> you've never so um I just it was such a fun time but I re I just keep telling that story because I'm like I didn't know nothing and it happened and I was like thank God when I landed I was like thank the Lord amen here we go let's move on let's move forward right 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 <laughs> So, I mean, at that point, were you even thinking about winning the competition or are you like, I'm just going to survive. I'm just going to survive and have my face by the time I'm done. Literally kept saying like, she needs to survive. She, it's okay. You, you made, girl, you made it. You don't need to win. It's fine. You win the money. Like you're going to do something good with it. Like, that's what I just kept telling myself. Like, and then I was like, when I got to the end, I was like, oh, you could really do this. And then when showdown happened, I was like, that's fine. We gonna do this. Like that's when I got into like competitive mode. I was like, all right, all the other stuff is done. This is the last one. Like you can give it your, give it your all, girl. You got this. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Um, I want to talk to you guys, taggers too. As far as we didn't get a chance to talk about dodge tag, Yesenia, you went into that. First of all, okay. First of all, let's just talk about this. Is a totally different uh, elements. But Elijah went into his first. Uh, what was it? Chase tag egging on the flow, did a backflip. I was like, bro, what are you doing? What are you doing right now? He, he was like, um, like right before, he was like, you know, I'm going to call him out. Everyone's scared of him. I'm going to show him. Like, he was so cocky. And then, like, you thought, you think he would learn. But the next, you know, the next one comes around. And he was like, no, redemption. I'm going to show him what's up. And like, now I'm like, like, and me and Luke, we didn't, like, tell him no. We're like, yeah, yeah, it's a good idea. Like, <laughs> make good TV. Like, keep, yeah, yeah. You, you got this. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah, like, 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 oh, my God. It's <laughs> funny you say that because 
the first thing I thought was he really doesn't want $10,000. Like, I really think he just wants to make not even good TV, maybe for Tavon, but he want to make TV because I'm like, like, this man don't want the money because he's going to tag you out. This is what he does, you know? Yeah. Like, I guess he didn't want the money because I wouldn't have picked on him. I would have been like, don't even worry about me. Like, you know what well, I mean? Well, you know, and I was like, that's why they put the flow in Dodge Tag. I'm like, Yep. They obviously yeah. saw something. <laughs> and I was like, dude. I mean, oh, he did yeah. okay during that element, but like once you lose the first one, you're kind of screwed, you know? Well, <laughs> he was also uh Austin, you remember when he was backstage Tavon, he was like, Oh, I'm gonna get him. Like everybody was just look <laughs> I remember we remember when he made his comment and we saw it, and Tavon was just there and he was like this. I was like, I've never seen that man so quiet. <laughs> and when he gets quiet, it's 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 not good. And that's yeah. it. Like he don't he don't speak a lot. He's just like, okay, now he's gonna go hunting because in Dodge um, during Dodge Tag, he said it. He's like, I don't care about anybody else. I'm going after him. Like yeah. that's that's all I want. Yeah. And he was. He wasn't trying to get anybody else. He's just trying to get him out. Yeah. Well, he made it easier for you, Emic. <laughs> You're like, thank you very much. Yeah, like, um, you said it. I think I saw you go down though during that episode. At some point, like, yeah. I was like, Ow. Uh, talk to me a little bit about what happened there. Did you, if you slow it down and you go back. So what happened was as I'm striding through and I'm actually going um, for that jump now, so is um, Geek. And he, I'm coming this way and he's coming this way. We're going for the same person. And as I'm jumping, I'm like, okay, I either got to back up and I can't because I'm in the middle of a stride or I just got to kind of take it and go into like a side roll. So I'm like, okay, I just got to go and kind of jump over geek and go into a side roll. So it was one of those moments, you know, like that you just got to make a quick decision. Yeah. And the decision was just to keep going and roll out of it. Because if I would have just jolted back, I probably would have gotten hurt. So I'm like, we yeah. geek and I did not see each other. And we just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, have you ever, did you have any moments like that during like the season in general? that uh what do you mean like um uh, well what well, as far as because that course you guys got to work on it a little bit but not a whole whole lot um and it, it was definitely challenging like even uh the kid and LaFlair were like you know it's difficult for somebody who's not typically used to flying through something like that so my question is actually to Austin to ask you like did you ever find yourself in a pickle if you will going through the course oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> my endurance is not uh up to par for that game. I mean, it's like, it's, you're, I mean, you're, you're, you don't stop moving and jumping and running. And at some point you, you find it like, Oh, I have to breathe. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's do that now. You know? So like, it's like, you, you don't stop in, in dodge tag, which I, I loved. Um, but I mean, as, as a tagger, it's a little more, you have three people coming at you and you have to make a decision. It's like, okay, can I get two at a time or can I just worry about one or, um right. oh yeah watch out for this step right here because that thing just kind of grabs you and, and doesn't has yeah. never worse and it was just it was um that was probably it was like fun one I liked it but it was a it was a tough one for uh for as a tagger you know um but that was yeah. that's the thing though like you have like in the entire within the entire game you have you may have what you think is a strategy but you have to be ready to change that mm -hmm. instantly because just because you don't know yeah. what's going to happen. You can't predict. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. You really can't. I feel like, especially in dodge tag, you gotta, you can't have, there's really not a strategy. It's just the strategy is just to run and just to make adjustments as you're going because there's too many things happening at once. And also we didn't have a lot of time, the taggers, we didn't have a lot of time on any of the courses um, sure. beforehand. We probably maybe had, what was it like five, 10 minutes or yeah, yeah around there. Um, we had very little time, like to try it out. And, um, and a lot of the times we would just, as soon as we got in, we went, tried the course and went back to makeup and hair. So it was like, yeah, there wasn't a lot of time. Yeah. It's a we, huge we, misconception, I think amongst the contestants, I mean, I can't speak for Emic or for Christelle, but in my mind and the other girls that were in my episode, we were like, oh yeah, someone told us you guys had like three months. So we're like, that is just not fair, you know? <laughs> so to know that you guys had such little time to me also goes to show that you guys really adjusted well and yeah. the producers and casting directors did a great job. Yeah. I, I had actually just came out of another show and I got called a week. So they had um, uh, cast 
texted me the year beforehand around like September, August. And then they told me, okay, next year, I want you to come in and try it out. Uh, but during that time I was in another show um, and I literally flew in from one show and two weeks later was in California. So I really didn't have time for anything at all, not even to like, like train, process anything. Um, so yeah, a lot of the things I think you learn along the way, a lot of us are involved in entertainment. You got to always be ready and just go, you know, like, and just adjust as you're going and that's it. Uh, so let's talk about the showdown. Cristal, I want to talk to you first because you went in there also the underdog as well as has Emic did. You were under in points. Um, so obviously you had to go first. You had a great time. And then you also had a competitor that you had to watch go after you and pray <laughs> that their time was not as fast as yours. So oh walk God. me through that particular section of the show for you. Um, so. um, what I found out Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Emma. You go first. You go first. Okay. I'm oh, sorry. Um, so when I found out um, that we were tied, I was like, oh my gosh, like it's anyone's game. Um, and after dodge tag, like after the first like point I got, I sprained my ankle. So like during those next days, like was, I was like trying to go through, I did dome tag with a sprained ankle and I was just taped up. So showdown, I was like really taped up. So there's a part where like, a top, like Lorena's right behind me, Tom. Like, and I was like nursing my foot and looking back and I'm like oh man like I felt like I could have gone faster during that time but again survival mode I'm like just get through the course girl and the most scary part for me was that big jump before heading to the mountain and I was like you know what she's just gonna grandjete across and use her dancer skills safely <laughs> so that we don't fall and that worked and last night i, I like, like was watching i was like hold on let me screenshot this jump because they got it and my mom was like oh my god the ballet lessons they paid off i'm like right thank you mom <laughs> thank you it helped me with that surprise. okay awesome. so um as soon as i get up there and i see my time i'm like you know what like whatever the time is we gonna celebrate and i was like let's give people a leg let's give them a show like <laughs> and i was like happy with whatever the outcome was so <laughs> it was it was great well you know what i love too um because obviously Kristen, she had a hard time in that last section like she just looked like she was beat by the time she had to climb up the ramp but i love that when she ended she was still overjoyed with the fact that she a she finished and i feel like she had such a great attitude um right. and that's not to say anything about anybody else but amongst the different cast members that i had the opportunity to interact with i was really really happy that you won because somebody really nice one, um, and I was, I thought she was just so, she showed some <laughs> great, you know, losing and still being like, I did. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I really yeah, loved that. She was so positive, especially like with her being injured, and she had such a positive attitude going into it, and when we got interviewed, like with the Watt brothers, and we we're like dancing, I was like seeing the camera and I was dancing, and she came in, and she started dancing too, so it was like all good, positive vibes, and it was, she was such a good sport and it was such a fun experience to like meet everyone, um, especially Kristen and all the, we had one letter different from our name. It was so confusing, like Kristen, Christelle and Cameron. I got um, confused. They're, they're, they're awesome ladies. Yeah. And then Emic, talk to me about yeah. your run too, because dude, you like, you, 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 I actually saw that live. I was standing there and I'm like, oh my God, you flew through that. Um, did you stop and strategize at all prior to where you're like, I'm just going to take it as it comes and go? Actually, no, I just knew I was going to stride on top of those blocks. Other mm -hmm. than that, uh, we didn't, like, like, I was debating either going through the hole in the beginning or over, and I was like, I could go over, I could pong that, but it didn't work out the way I planned, but, um, like, the strides were in it, and I was mm -hmm. like, okay, like, everything else I didn't have to really think about, it was just those two parts. But going into it, I actually thought Luke had nine points over me because it was like in dome tag, like every 30 seconds, you got a point or something like that. So I thought he got nine points over me. So when I'm starting, I was like, I have to beat him by at least nine seconds. And then like in a parkour race, like that is insane. Like that is not, that's how long a race like lasts. So I was just like, like, you know what? I'm going all out. Like there's, there's like, like you can't like, that's it. And so I was super confident. I was like, okay, like there's no way he could beat me in a raw score. And all I have to do is do nine seconds faster than him. So I treated it in that such. 
and I actually did not touch the ground after that the first pillar, like the right from the very yes, beginning. We saw. I didn't touch the ground. We saw you, Imig. <laughs> Uh, but I had like Sydney Olsen deal? up there. Uh, I had Sydney Olsen up there, and I was just like, like uh, Spitfire, and I was just like, like, dang it, <laughs> like, like. Uh, but I don't know. We had an epic battle. I got up there and I pushed it down. And at that moment, like, we kind of knew each other's times, the contestants, and so I had the fastest time until like Tom came up and ran it but so i was like oh shoot like i had the fastest time so i went all crazy i knew i won i knew i had it i was already like celebrating like i won and when luke went i was just like there's no way i saw the score i was like well good job luke but yeah <laughs> i felt bad for him watching I i'm sure he was like shoot and he slipped at one point and i was like yeah. oh if that was me Boy, mentally sure. i'd like yeah <laughs> and he had tape on so i was like um so we're gonna have to close pretty soon but i do want to ask you guys as taggers because this was such a great episode and the comp like competition was so good for you guys at any point did you guys get intimidated by some of the people that you were going against on the competition side no i uh here's the thing we didn't know a lot about the co uh the contestants uh they share information about them so it was kind of like a like a uh like a surprise every time because although we wanted to know okay who we're going up against all we would do is maybe like hear from certain people you know hey you know this person or whatever you know but we didn't really get any info on them which i'm glad because as i watched the show i'm like oh i would have been so much nicer i'm glad i didn't know that you know like uh the young lady i went against um what's her name, um, uh, that we kind of had our thing, um, that when I heard that she was homeless and all that, and I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, oh, you know, like, yeah, she had a smart mouth, but it was all like for TV and stuff. Um, and the fact that I found out that she was like homeless and all that, I'm like, I have such a huge heart. Yes, Dynamite has a really big heart. <laughs> and, and I'm like, I, I wish I, yeah, I'm like, I'm so glad I, we did not know everything that they showed and I think they did that on purpose because they definitely didn't want us to Bye. you know like take it easy on any on anyone so we yeah. did not know who we were going against that was exactly what um Icona you said that the that was a producer's uh job behind scenes to like see okay we know who the taggers are and we know who our contestants are and this is our match but we did not know anything yeah, yeah. okay and then Austin for you I mean even like just in watching people prior to you about to go on anybody intimidate you i mean honestly no one was really that big of a deal so you know i'm still using it a year later i'm still using <laughs> it i'm gonna have to you know it's my name what am i gonna say no um no i mean you you never knew you never knew and it's it was everything is always unexpected mm -hmm. so you know like it could dome tag could be i mean i got out on um revenge tag you know, I mean, it's just like you, you, you don't know what's going to happen. You know, like you, you might not grab that, that tag that you thought was going to be, oh, this is going to be no problem. And then sure enough, it's like, oh, I was right there. So you just never really know. And, um, you know, that's it. <laughs> Can I just say, though, that I love going against the boys. I just love it. it <laughs> You just always have me go against the boys. Like, it's just, it's the best. Yeah. Because the thing is that, um, I mean, if, if, if you're for those of you that are involved in parkour it and it shows the world this too it has nothing to do yes obviously um skill helps but it, it it's actually a, a game or a sport where both genders could be equal you mm -hmm. know what i mean um very easily so that's why whenever you see any of the games yeah the guys or the girls they could both get tagged out it doesn't matter the gender definitely mm -hmm. like i said skills takes an important part but also i mean it doesn't matter you know like there's been very talented taggers that have been tagged out by contestants you know so it's it's just a game that anybody it's anybody could win yeah definitely um and then i will say this uh with austin because i was like oh got a bone pick for you um you <laughs> i don't expect you to remember me uh but you tagged me out and the thing is and this is a compliment to you you are so quiet like 
I thought you were occupied with this girl, Erica. And I ran away and I was like, oh, he's busy. So I'm like at a slow jog and they actually use the camera from my back, I think to make it look cool. Yes. So I'm like slow jog and I turned around and all I see is <laughs> So um, good job to you for being stealthy and extremely quiet. Um anyways, but yeah, you guys, thank you so much for joining me and sharing your stories with all of our fans and, and with me. And congratulations to you guys who are winners. And to congrats to you guys. Yes. Yeah. I hope to you guys in season two. Um before we exit though, in case somebody is not following any of you guys on social media, please share with everyone your handles, starting with Christelle. Give me your social, girl. Um, my social, my IG is just exactly my name, at Christelle De La Rosa. It, it is what it is with my IG. Uh, same nice. for Facebook and Twitter. Um, okay, and then my other lady. Yes, um, Yesenia Cosio official, and then anywhere else like Facebook, Twitter, Yesenia Cosio, my name. Amic. Uh, just my name, Amic underscore Kitson. And Austin. Just Google Austin Ray with an E. R-A-Y-E. <laughs> All the stuff will pop up. Simple as that. I love it. Wham, bam, Sam. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Well, guys, thank you guys so much. My AfterBuzz people, thank you for tuning in. Um, little announcement. I actually just found out today due to COVID, unfortunately, AfterBuzz is going to take a little bit of a hiatus and then we'll come back in the fall. So this is officially the last ultimate tag after show, unfortunately. Aww. But you guys <laughs> keep in touch on social media. I'm at yours truly, Ali Kona with underscores in between. And of course the guys, mm. guys, excuse me, just gave me your handles. So talk amongst yourselves and keep up the conversation because it's an awesome show. Um, thank you again. And I will see you guys our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.